0: You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, Around Atlanta edition. Showcasing the best of Metro Atlanta, our communities, the attractions, and the special events that make Atlanta great. Welcome to our virtual town square. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back
1: to the Around Atlanta edition. I am your host, Todd Schneck, joined by my friend and colleague, Carol Morgan. Before we begin, we do want to thank New American Funding for being our 2021 show sponsor, now our 10th year on the air. It has been great having them as our friend and partner this year. Carol, this is going to be a neat conversation. One of the great little museums in Atlanta, something I want more people to know about, which is in fact why they're on the show today. I'm looking forward to the conversation.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to this too. This is a really neat museum and I think a lot of people probably don't know about it and should know about it. So we're going to help with that today. We are joined in studio today by Sue Kelly. She is the Executive Director of the Southeastern Railway Museum. So welcome to the show, Sue, and tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: Well, thanks for having me, Carol. Hi. Well, I'm Sue Kelly. I'm the executive director of the Southeastern Railway Museum. It's uh, for my journey started about nine years ago here. my We came on a family outing to this museum. My son was enamored of everything here. He wanted to be able to fix the trains. And little did I know that if you're in high school and you're under 18, an adult must accompany you as a volunteer also. So in my family, I was voted the accompanying adult. I, I joined him every weekend. And as I'm here, I was thinking there must be something I can do to help. It's a, it's a wonderful 501c3 nonprofit. What can I do? And I became the volunteer coordinator, the director of operations, and now the executive director.
1: Well, I'll say you figured out how to serve the museum. So, uh, great stuff. So the museum is in Duluth, Duluth, Georgia. So kind of give us an overview. What's, what it's all about. What's the mission and purpose? What vision are you trying to to share with people?
3: Okay, well, the museum is a 501c3 nonprofit museum. We're here to provide an educational atmosphere that will vividly bring to life the cultural, technical, and historical importance of transportation to our region. It kind of started as a little nugget over 60 years ago now by a group of railroad veterans. They formed something called the Save the 290 Club, which was to save a 290, the 290 engine. That kind of evolved into the Atlanta chapter of the National Railway Historical Society. And back then, a lot of the artifacts that you see here today were housed all over the metro Atlanta area. So they finally decided that they needed a home. They moved to Duluth. And then in 1966, they consolidated the collection. And as they were going along, they decided, well, the site down the street, which was only 12 acres, was really too small to house 90 plus pieces of equipment. So we moved here about um, 1998 as we outgrew the other one. And we've been here ever since. And we've also been designated Georgia's official transportation museum. Oh,
1: very cool.
2: That is really cool. I love trains. They're so neat. They're nos- nostalgic. They're practical you know we still use them there's just there's so many different ways to talk about and look at trains um, i gotta tell you
1: carol you know Sue. So you may not know this i'm based in uh downtown chicago so i use the l all the time and then when we venture outside of downtown uh, we take commuter rail everywhere and and I, there's just something about riding on a train i don't know even at my age i still get giddy about it i love walking to union station and uh, hearing the bells i mean it's it's there's still something magical about it for me. That's very cool.
2: Yeah. I love riding on the trains in Europe. Those are all so much fun. The last train I was probably on in the United States was Thomas Tank Engine uh, when oh. he visited somewhere. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm a big Thomas fan. So uh, we have a couple of Thomas sets in our house that come out when the kids come over, the, the little kids, because my kid has grown up now. Well, let's talk about kids and some of the events for big kids, you know, like Todd and little kids. Um, coming up, I know you've got Railroad Speeder Days coming up. and shortly that yeah that's coming up really soon july 17th and 18th it's
3: hosted by the southeastern rail car operators association and they bring in these rail cars called motor cars or speeders or putt-putts and they were a a long time ago used by the railroad to inspect the rails and there was Hmm. miles and miles of it so eventually they've been replaced by something called high riders high rail vehicles. But in the meantime, the rail fans kind of picked up the old rail cars or speeders, and they made a club. And now they bring them along to different places, and you can ride on them. And that's what you can do when they come to the museum. You can take a ride on a real speeder. Oh, that's cool.
1: Very cool. I was looking at your calendar of events, and there's an upcoming event called the Typewriter Meet. What is that all about? That sounds intriguing. I wouldn't think typewriter would be something that would be associated with a, a rail museum. <laughs> I
3: know. Everybody asks the same question. But back in the day, that's how they typed out orders, bills of lading oh. on typewriters. And we don't think about that now. But the antique typewriter, it's called the Antique Typewriter Showcase. That's on July 24th, so a week after Speeder Day. And the Antique Typewriter Collectors Group comes in. They bring in all sorts of antique typewriters. And for those of us who maybe never got to type on a typewriter, even though what it is, you get to actually type on a typewriter, antique ones, and you get to swap them and you get to buy them and you get to look at them. So it's absolutely cool. And they get to tell you how it fits into the history of the railroads.
1: Yeah, really cool. I'm old enough to admit that I took a (laughs) typing class in high school. So um, there I declared it.
2: That's funny. My grandparents had a really, really old typewriter in their house that still, you know, worked when we were young and we would sit there and peck on the keys. And it was really cool. I don't know where, I don't know where that is. I hope somebody in the family still has it because I'm sure it is an antique at this point. I saw another event coming up and this probably captures all the, all the little boys' hearts here because talk about three fun things that go well together. Trains, trucks, and tractors. What's that about? I know, isn't that perfect? And that comes That's up perfect. in August 6, 7, and 8. It's a three day
3: festival of trains, of course, because we're at a train museum, but people bring in trucks, antique trucks and antique tractors. Oh. But this is cool because we let you get on them. We let you crawl all over them. You can visit with them and we plan to have even the fire department comes out and lets kids see the fire engines and rollover vehicle and music and food. And it's just a whole festival of all things, antiques and, of course, trains, lots of trains. And even if you're a kid or you're young at heart, it really is a fun festival.
1: Well, even 52-year-old kids love to get up on those <laughs> things, you know, so uh, that's important. That's a whole different experience where you can actually touch and feel and sit on it, and look at it, and grasp the vastness of the machine. That's, uh, that's, that's the way to do it. Well, those sound like some cool events, mm-hmm. uh, exciting stuff. And I know that you have a lot of other events coming down the road. So uh, before we go, we'll be sure to share where people can go to get your calendar events to learn about all future events as well. So we've talked about some of the upcoming events. Uh, I know you have some permanent exhibits that people can always rely on when they come to the museum. Talk about what people can see when they, when they come to the To the joint itself
3: well we have over 90 plus or minus pieces of equipment something like you see in back of me right now this is a steam engine sitting in back of me we also have different pieces of americana railroading history like uniforms and the plates that you used to eat on when you actually traveled if you can remember when you could actually eat on plates when you traveled rather than styrofoam (laughs) um we do. And since we're Georgia's official transportation museum, we do have steam tractors and oh, cool. buses and all different pieces of small pieces of equipment, including what what you're seeing here, including locomotives like the one you see in back of me. And this was built in 1910. And it's from it was called the railroad that went to sea because it traveled from Florida to the Florida Keys.
2: Fun. And wow.
3: These are one of the last engines that did it because in 1935, a hurricane came through, wiped out the tracks that went from Florida to the Keys, and it was no more. But this is a piece of that past. Now that's that's a cool neat, story.
2: Very neat. Well, I know you also recently acquired the Marco Polo Pullman car. What is it famous for? Well, we're kind of pleased that Norfolk Southern partnered with
3: us to display the Marco Polo here. It was built in 1927 by the Pullman Company. And it's one of six cars that were built after and named after World Explorers. The cars at that time were built to serve America's finest and they were the deluxe accommodations of the higher class clientele. So the Marco Polo and its brethren, all other six of them, were used kind of in this type of service. And when this car was built, Air travel was just in the infancy, and yet the president of the United States still had to get around and talk to the people. So this car, Marco Polo, was kind of the Air Force One of its day. So as the president traveled through the country in style, he could stop at whistle stops. And whistle stops were where you got on the back platform and you talked to people. Mm-hmm. And kind of like rallies today. Yeah. And it was used for whistle-stops between 1933 and 1940 by President Ellen Franklin D. Roosevelt. And he used it from his travels from Washington, D.C. to Warm Springs, Georgia, and probably passed right by this museum on his way there. We offer tours of the Marco Polo on a scheduled basis. And you can check our website for when we're being, when we're full tours. Well, that's a...
1: That's a neat addition to to the museum, and what a what a cool story! And I don't know, I I always forget of the President Roosevelt's ties to Georgia with Warm Springs and all that. So I thank you for reminding me of of, of that history as well. So that's really really cool.
2: Fast credit approvals, accelerated loan processing, expedited underwriting. Call your New American Funding loan officer today to get pre qualified. For more information, call New American Funding at 678-898-3540. That's 678-898-3540. All
1: right, well, that big bad boy behind you... Uh... Although it's a permanent exhibit, uh, it probably still does require a little love and tenderness and some maintenance. Uh, talk about that whole side of, of uh, the museum and, and caring for all this, uh, this amazing equipment. Uh, and there's probably, you know, there's probably some support required and needed uh, to help fund uh, and support all that maintenance and care of, of these, uh, these great pieces of history. Talk about the, the maintenance side of it and how people can help support that work.
3: Well, you are so right. It takes a lot of work to keep up all the equipment that we have. But most of what we do here is funded by ticket sales. People coming in and just enjoying our museum. People can become a member to support our work and our mission. And of course, donations are always appreciated for a nonprofit. We have a wonderful gift shop that you can go in that supports our mission. We have professional photographers that come in that that help film industry has found out about us. So we do a lot of filming here. It's a unique backdrop for a lot of projects. And of course, volunteers. We run mostly 95% of the people here, you see, are volunteers. And there's just, we couldn't do it without them. They've given over 17,000 volunteer hours to the mission here. So there's a lot of ways to help, whether you're public facing on our train crew, or are behind the scenes. We also um, just started something called a Fast Track to the Future campaign. And it's uh, our way to enhance and expand the museum with a bold goal to raise a million dollars for the, oh, in nice. the next five years. And then we're going to enhance the educational um, experience, improve and expand the exhibits, modernize the museum for growth, and hopefully
2: get professional
3: staff.
1: Yeah, that's That's great.
2: That's really exciting. And that's a great segue to talk about education. I see that summer camp is back and underway. And so I assume based on that, that educational classes and field trips and all that's back. Tell us about your educational offerings and how they work. Okay. Well, we just finished up our first session
3: of our summer camp. And our summer rail camp is open to um, children ages 5 to 12. And this year's theme is the classic trains they're going to learn about the orient express the 20th century limited the big boy the zephyr the flying scotsman so if you don't know about them your kids will
1: Mm -hmm. and
3: uh, there's crafts games snacks activities train rides and lessons and our next session is july 12th to
1: the 16th Ah, very cool i love this idea of anything uh, that a museum such as yours can do to extend Education beyond the classroom. I, I think that's uh, so important and appreciate the work uh, you're doing on that front. We talked about the Marco Polo. A- any other new exhibits uh, that you can mention uh, either later this year or going into next?
3: Well, you mentioned the Marco Polo. Right now, we're preparing this building to accept it to be a permanent place for it. Right now, we bring it up and down when we do tours, but we're preparing every, everything here to get ready for it to be permanent. And we're also going to bring up, by hopefully by the end of the year, the Western Union tool car, which uh, worked on the telegraph system back in the day.
1: Oh, cool. There's some neat stuff coming. That's uh, going to be fun. And we have our tours
3: gearing up again, so people are starting to come back, and we're really excited about that. And different events are going to be coming up in September. We're going to have Georgia Cool Cruisers come in, a cruise and car show, our steak cook-off. Model Railroad Days, um, Santa is going to be arriving on the train, and we're going to have breakfast and lunch with Santa. So all sorts of great things coming up, just
1: filled through the end of the year. Yeah, sounds like it. So uh, as I promised, uh, for those that want to know about, more about all these great events, uh, once again, please share the website where all the events will be stored and where people can go to support the museum financially and, and get involved in the Capital campaign. Uh, where do they go?
3: Well, they can go to www.train-museum.org, and that has all our information, our events coming up, how you can donate and how about the museum. We have our Instagram account. We've built our Facebook account. And, of course, come visit us at 3595 Buford Highway in beautiful downtown Duluth, Georgia.
1: All right. Sue Kelly, the Executive Director of the Southeastern Railway Museum. Sue, it was great to have you. Thanks for stopping by and appreciate uh, you sharing uh, about this wonderful place.
3: Todd, Carol. Thank you so much for allowing me to share my office and everything
1: that's going on here. I really appreciate it. Of course. Our pleasure. And uh, again, thanks for carving out some time for us. All right. Well, that wraps this week's Around Atlanta edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schnick. It's all the time that we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And we we'll look forward to seeing you again right here next week. We'll see you then.
0: Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news.